0: Hi, I'm Ben Kazee. Today I interviewed Donna Kazee, the owner of Small Cleverness. This was a very good thing to interview and I hope you enjoy it. Happy New Year, thank you. Hello everyone, today we will be interviewing um, the founder of a well-known store in Orange Park, Mrs. Donna Kazee. Thank you for coming! Um, so, how did this whole thing come up? Like, how did you get started rubber stamping and paper crafting?
1: I started rubber stamping about 30 years ago. I met someone in a craft class that was unrelated to rubber stamping, and she showed me how to do heat embossing with rubber stamps, and I was hooked.
0: And why were you in that craft?
1: My children had gotten older, they were in school, and I had some free time and I was always interested in crafts, and I wanted to try something new.
0: So, um, and how, where, what was like the next step for you? Like, how did you take that little hobby into like the next thing?
1: The woman who showed me how to do it sold rubber stamps. This was before there were any rubber stamp stores in Florida, and it was before anyone was selling rubber stamps as home parties. I dealt with her ordering rubber stamps for a few months, but she was only in this area for a very short time because her husband was here on temporary military orders. They moved away ordered from her a couple times when she was in California and then I decided that was too inconvenient so I started selling rubber stamps out of my home like she did.
0: And so you had like dinner parties
1: in your house? I didn't have dinner parties. The first meeting I had included everyone I knew that I thought would be interested in this new craft. Some of them wanted me to do a party at their home So I did home parties where the homeowner would invite her friends and I would come over and show them how to make cards with rubber stamps and I did that for six months. Then I ran out of contacts. I knew nobody else who wanted to have a rubber stamp party at their home.
0: And what did you do next?
1: Then I put my rubber stamping materials in three different consignment shops. At that time a few shops around would take pre-made craft items or other things in their shops. They would take a commission, they would keep part of the sale price, I would keep part of it, and that's how I sold stamps. There were three stores, one in Gainesville, one in Orange Park, and one in Jacksonville. I did that for 18 months.
0: And um, at the time um were you like still into stamping or were you kind of
1: edging off? I was getting more involved with it every day and liking it a lot and wanting to teach other people how to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so it was after that?
1: After I had the stamps in those three shops for 18 months, I decided that my customer base was sufficiently large enough for me to try having my own store devoted entirely to rubber stamping.
0: And at the time, was it the only rubber stamping store in Florida?
1: By that time, a woman I had met, a local woman, she lived in Jacksonville, I lived in Orange Park, we were introduced through one of the first rubber stamping companies in those days and that was personal stamp exchange. We had gotten together a few times and she actually opened a store in St. Augustine before I opened mine in Orange Park.
0: Mm-hmm. And how did you feel when you first opened your shop?
1: I hoped that it would be successful.
0: And were you nervous?
1: I was too busy to be nervous.
0: Mhm. Um. And ha- like, that, were your like kids excited for you? Or were they still young and didn't care?
1: My children were boys, and they had very little interest in rubber stamping.
0: Um. Uh, so they weren't really that pumped.
1: No. And I wanted them to come to my shop. When school was over, I made arrangements for the bus to stop close to my shop and so that they could walk to the shop, do their homework after school in the back of my shop, and then we'd go home. But they did not like that idea and we didn't do it. So they went home for an hour, a couple hours before I got home.
0: And um, like how did, when did they, like did they ever start getting them? Or what, did they ever help start helping out? And if, let's say they did, when was
1: that? My youngest son helped me prepare my inventory before I opened the shop, and he enjoyed stamping a little bit for a short period of time. My older son didn't help until he was much older. Then, uh, both of them helped when I started sponsoring a convention.
0: And why did you start sponsoring
1: a convention? I enjoyed rubber stamping so much and I had developed more customers and we enjoyed it a lot and we thought that would be fun to bring a lot of different rubber stamp companies to town so that we could experience their techniques and products.
0: And by the way, we're not gonna give her son's names for protection, but um, I guess we'll just call them Bob is the older one, and um, I don't know, Chris is the younger one, so you know who we're talking about. Um, but did, do you still um, help conventions now?
1: No, I just continued conventions about 15 years ago the uh, popularity of rubber stamping and scrapbooking started to wane about that time. A lot of stores started going out of business, the economy was not good from 2007 to 2009, and uh, trends change, and rubber stamping was one of them.
0: Um, and why do you think that happened?
1: I don't know. Craft trends always have changed. Sometimes they come back around in popularity, sometimes they don't. And rubber stamping was one that changed in popularity, like quilting. It has its ups and downs. Macrame was popular in the 70s, and that's not, that has not had a resurgence. Quilting stays popular somewhat. Jewelry making has diminished a good bit. People like change, they get older, their financial situation changes, maybe they're retired, their family situation changes. So there's a lot of reasons why they're not able to continue in the craft. Maybe they just get tired of it, maybe they have health concerns, a lot of reasons go into it.
0: And I understand that your store, um, it started out as rubber stamping and then it turned into a um, more of a card making, Um, um, when did that happen and why did it
1: Over the years we've been involved in a lot of different facets of the crafting industry, but everything we did involved rubber stamping in some way. When we did soldering, we might have stamped an image and then we put glass and solder around it to make jewelry. When we did polymer clay, we stamped in polymer clay and made different things with that. We did bookmaking.
0: So, over the years, you just gradually got more into uh, paper crafting?
1: Yes, we do some mixed-media now, but most of my business revolves around crafting. Not as much home decor and the other items that I've mentioned, because my customer base has grown up with my shop. My, the average age of my customer is probably about 65. All the things that they've done in the past they don't have as much enthusiasm or interest for because they've done it. And they may be downsizing some, so they don't want to maintain as much crafting supplies in their home as they used to. They may not have as much energy to do what they used to, and they've just settled on rubber stamping and making cards because you can make a pretty card, a pretty project in a very little amount of time compared to, let's say for example, a quilt or even a baby quilt, or knitting a scarf. That takes a lot longer than creating a card.
0: And did you ever quilt in your store?
1: We never did quilting on fabric, but we used some odds and ends of fabric, maybe to for book bindings or book covers, but we didn't actually, well, we did sew on our paper cards, but we didn't sew fabric.
0: like the newest thing for you? Like what if you were like had a newsletter, which I understand what you do, what would be the headline that says the latest improvement? What would that
1: be? Currently my customer base enjoys the newer more sophisticated dyes and the more deeply embossed embossing folders. The products are the same but the designs are new they also enjoy new papers. Right now we have a favorite company that produces paper and they're from Europe.
0: And just if people are wondering, um, what is your favorite dye making um, company?
1: My particular favorite right now is Memory Box. I like the sophistication of their dyes.
0: Um, But do you mainly sell them or sell like a little bit of them and a lot of the
1: other brands? When a company has a new line, a company that I have established a business with or a relationship with, or if it's a new company that I haven't ordered from before, I like to get a good selection of their products. When the, when I sell through those, I order more or go to a different company and that's what keeps my business fresh and interesting, new products. Cool. And do you do you like work with anyone from the Memory Box company? I order frequently from them, but as far as having uh, working together, no. It's just a customer wholesaler relationship.